Welcome to a super pod. This is not your normal, regular podcast today. My name is Jerry Jimenez. Welcome in. I say that uh, on behalf of a guest that I'll be bringing in here shortly. Steve, what's going on, man? You still in Arizona, dude? Uh, I'm back in Arizona. So I came home on Friday and I volunteered with Drew and got my second my second COVID shot. I was uh, okay and then down for the count and then okay Sunday morning and then down for the count on Sunday. And then, yeah, back to Arizona. I see that you have a... You have a scarf wall now, though. So that's a neat uh, scarf wall thing that you have going on back there, so that's cool. Yes, I had to bring my, my bit of <laughs> locals to Arizona for this week. I had to set the tempo right. Nice. You know. I like it. But, uh, I brought I like a pad of new stickers, and I am uh, surely sticking them all over Phoenix. I'll tell you that. Uh, no one heard that. Uh, Drew, what's going on, dude? Your audio okay now? I'm not, working? I'm not committing graffiti. No, I can hear you. Okay, cool. <laughs> It was funny. I could hear like Tony clicking. Um, by the way, we have people waiting in the wings here. But I could hear people clicking, and I could hear like I could hear like one person, but I couldn't hear the rest of you. So you'd all be talking and like ha 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 ha. I wouldn't hear it. So now we know if you guys are uh, literally 60 seconds before. If you're joining us right now and you hear clicking, it's probably going to be two balls and a mic. We're gonna start bringing everybody in because they are waiting now. Right now. They're probably just like wondering. Like, when are they going to bring us in? So, let's go. So, once I fix that, I could pour myself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This we, uh, is going to be fun, guys. This is going to be fun. I, I hope so. This is already a mess. Just the <laughs> three of us. Let's bring everybody else on, though. Uh, first and foremost, let's bring on our our friends and family over at uh, Fairweather. We have Marissa and Ellen. What's up? How are you guys? Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Hi. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, let's go. Yeah, I always, I always forget to bring it. I always forget to bring it up, so I just do it with my mouth because I don't want to get my phone out. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I remember you usually do it on your phone. That's awesome. I should probably, I could do that. That way, I can add more sounds to this board because I'm running out of space. Uh, but also, we have an, like we said, two balls and a mic. What's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, what's up, man? Oh, scarf chain. Scarf chain. Nice. Hold on. I, hold on. We gotta see that. Do that again. I like it. All right. Instead of instead of scarves up this this season, it's gonna be scarf chains up. Oh look at that! Everybody has their scarf chains. <laughs> <right? laughs> I did not get them. <laughs> you didn't bring their scarf. You That's awesome. a new lighter. I'm not sure you can. I'm not sure you can. Yeah, you can't quite do it with the scarf chain. But all right, <laughs> we also have none other than our good friend, and I and I threw on the. Uh, the Mexican soccer show logo, but he's all over the place. Mr. Cesar Hernandez, what's up, dude? Hey, guys. Uh, I guess my my loyal podcast is basically my Twitter account where I <laughs> talk about stats and highlights that I find interesting. But yeah, everyone, uh, glad to be here. Glad to have an excuse to have uh, a beer and just talk soccer, talk loyal. Yeah, but before we do that, let's talk about your flow. My dude. flow? What do you mean my How's flow? Your hair? Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for segment number five that we have here that Jerry wrote down where I cut it live. Or are we not, no longer doing that? <laughs> um, are we no longer doing that? Well, if well, you're mind, I guess so you can still cut it, but it's not going to charity, man. <laughs> it, 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 depends. it depends if we have uh, enough time. We might get to it. And of course, saved the best for last. Come on, you guys. Welcome in, Mr. Jordan Carruth. What's going on, Jordan? Yeah. 
Uh, I will shave my head in Phoenix if we win this Friday. How about that? Oh, yeah. let's that go. I'm joking. I will not do that. I'm not going to uh, do that. Oh, man. I'm going to pull that sound bite. I'm going to pull it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Wow, Hello. this is a packed house. Look at this. I love this. Um, we already have so many people here commenting and sending us messages. Actually, Abel, we are on, on YouTube, sir. He's watching us on uh, what used to be Periscope, I guess, on Twitter. Uh, we're trying something new today. We're also on Twitter just so we can get some more some more eyes and stuff. But, uh, yeah, excited to have you guys on. Welcome in, everybody. What's it? Everybody's drinking something, right? I'm having a beer. What's, everybody have a drink? Are we sober yeah. sober on a i'm not drinking beer but i am drinking alcohol well cheers to you guys we're gonna keep it easy today salute. cheers salute to cheers. everybody here cheers. we're gonna talk some san diego loyal today we're gonna talk about cheers. a few other things going on as much as possible right um not quite the i would say not quite the preseason that we would have wanted as far as uh you know bringing us in and for us to actually see what our squad looks like and feels like and what they're gonna what to expect this coming uh this coming uh friday but we'll get there we'll talk about that uh it should be interesting you know it's uh it's it's almost time guys it's almost time we're almost there so the way that i want to start this is really easy let's go around and talk about our favorite moment from 2020 season not march 7th because that is the easy out for everybody so we're not going to talk about march 7th I want to start with the last person we brought in since he was so patient with us. Jordan, hit us hit us with your favorite memory from the 2020 season. Um, favorite memory probably is when the calendar turned to September and August was put to rest. Yes. And hopefully we never have to experience an August in 2020 ever, ever again. Hopefully that's just removed forever. Um, basically my favorite memory is when we got a new wave of players that brought offense to the team and put us in position to make the playoffs towards the end. Um, that was pretty much my favorite moment. The, the, when I realized that the club wasn't just going to settle for how things were going and they decided to go out and make some changes and they were aggressive. And I know that there were other teams interested in the players that they got. So it kind of, it showed me a little bit of something. So I think that was my favorite moment because I think it showed me more than just something from 2020. I think it kind of gave us an indication of some things to come. Love that. Caesar, let's go with you since yeah. you're right, right next to him. Uh, what comes to mind for me is something that's really basic and it might kind of be a dumb answer, but it was fun just seeing an actual team on the field. You know, I mean, I know this goes back to early 2020 and obviously things have changed significantly uh since then but you know it seemed like after weeks and months and years honestly if we're including soccer city as well because of the obvious connection there I mean, it seemed like we were waiting years and years to see something on the field and it was really cool to you know i mean i guess it's one thing to talk about what could happen with the soccer team and it's one thing to really hype up the idea of a team and it's another thing to see something so tangible you know so I think what was the most exciting moment for me was literally seeing the team on the field. I know there was a long break, but it's it was definitely the highlight was just seeing it actually come to fruition, seeing it actually be there. Not, and not just an idea or a concept or a name, but just an actual soccer team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, actually. Yeah. Marissa, your turn. 
Oh, I almost forgot to unmute myself. Um, my favorite moment was the hat trick at Phoenix. Uh, I think Jordan talked about it. Um, September, late September. Uh, we started scoring some goals. And if you guys have seen our like little image, more goals, please. So that was definitely a, a highlight because it was definitely a turning point. And um, yeah, that's, that's my favorite moment of 2021, 2020, whatever year we're in. I yeah, know. seriously. <laughs> I think that's how we all feel like, wait, wait, what year is this still? Is yeah. It, it's still March 2020. Uh, yeah. Ellen, do you have a moment? Yeah, my favorite moment was probably September 13th when Orange County came into town and San Diego put a hurt into him 2-0 and it felt like a playoff match. It was so intense. You can feel how much different the team was. And that kind of speaks to what Jordan was talking about, where you can just feel that the team was different and you heard it and you saw it. And it was so exciting to watch that happen. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to watch that live. And like, I still get chills thinking about how intense that game was. Uh, and that was, I mean, that was that weekend before they went to Phoenix and beat them three, two, like it was, it made me believe that playoff soccer is possible for loyal. Nice. Two balls. Uh, for me, it would have to be the match against uh, uh, Real Monarchs because that was a game where the team was not expected to win against the defending champs, and they ended up getting the one thing win. We did get some help from the ref, but honestly, that win, we take it, and to me, it was one of the best moments of the season. I mean, I I have to preface this by being by saying you know I was fortunate and and just very lucky to have been able to see um, San Diego Loyal on, on the field and and in an intimate way and so even then if it meant uh, explaining very loudly so the fourth official can hear how something wasn't a penalty and then it got reversed and then I kind of <laughs> celebrated and air high five with Marissa it's those little moments that you know. In a time where you know there's so many important things happening, much more important than than sport, uh, you know, I was able to not take any second of the last season for granted. So it's, it's it's very very difficult to pinpoint one, but I think you know it's just being able to experience and and be thankful for the sport that's you know been with me my entire life, and to have it here in San Diego is just amazing. Talking talking about pinpointing, I have to pinpoint this right here. You guys have like look at this. How professional this looks! Like they have a frame. They're like insurrectioning the graphics over here, dude. I mean, we have, we have to, right? We have to keep up with the big dogs, right? I mean, oh my <laughs> goodness, dude, so good. Drew, do you have a moment? Uh, Let's talk I did. about. Uh... It was the. It was it was the the game right, but just the feeling you had walking out of that Phoenix game where where we won, um, and and wasn't cut short in Phoenix because you felt like anything was possible. You felt like we could make the playoffs. You felt like we could be there. So it wasn't so much even what you had during the game. It was that feeling the week after where it was like, hey, we could do this. We can almost get there. And then you run into the buzzsaw of that LA Galaxy game. But up until then, that's what made that moment at LA Galaxy, and then that other moment against Phoenix so much bigger was. Um, the stakes, right? The, the idea that we were in such an upward trend uh, in that feeling. But the other moment that was also interesting was that uh, Orange County match, which actually kicked off um, that bad string of matches was, hey, and, and it got worse after that's where August just was terrible. But that Orange County match, it was a terrible feeling. But like that moment was great in the sense of right after that game, after landing kicked the boards, we're all pissed off. And just everybody's texting each other <laughs> and just being like, what the hell is this? 
but like we cared we cared so much we had a history now we had a team and we had like an actual shared like fabric of of mutual caring versus hey is this just a fun project in a box the other fun feeling or moment so i have three moments but since i shared marissa's i'm going to give you a unique yeah i said one moment drew come on bad bro. moment fine the, or the the real moment was nice coming back from the break that was the other thing that i thought of what that was kind of like a highlight in my mind of the whole season was that w feeling of winning there felt felt pretty good all right steve yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm not sure the favorite moment is 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 appropriate here, but I'm gonna take the leap and say my favorite moment of last season was was off the field. Was this was how the season ended? You know, the obviously, you know, it's it's not a it's not a happy thing, but the stance that the club took, um, it really showed the true colors, and it sh that meant more to me than anything that happened on the field last year. You know, it's easy to say, you know, we we got to see them for one game, one preseason game, but what they showed in that last match made me uh carried me through the offseason and like fueled my fire coming into this season so much better because really like it's been what a year and a month since we've seen them play live like it's easy to let that kind of fire you know fizzle and you know go go you know oh this is exciting kind of but whatever but like when you have a club that represents your city and stands for your ideals and values like that means something to me personally and it means something to everybody here um, so I think that's kind of my favorite moment. It's, it's, again, it's hard to call it a favorite moment because of what Elijah and Colin went through, but, um, it, I, it, that, that, that stands out to me from last season. Yeah. Yeah. I, part of this, uh, I know that you guys are going to take all of my answers, but I have to pick a game just to, uh, you know, keep it, uh, uh, a little bit, uh, tighter here. So I would have to say Phoenix, the three, two game. I mean, we're looking at a game where, you know, a hat trick by Rubio, and it was like three minutes, then 10 minutes in, he scores another one, and then like in stoppage time of the first half, he scores the third one. We go into like 3-1. There's already like four yellow cards, I think, on the team. It just, Grant Stoneman finally gets two yellows and a red on that game, right, in like the 97th minute or whatever, um, and it, it was just such a crazy match. And I think by the end of it, we we're just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? What is this? Uh, ended up being 3-2, and it just... I remember that match. It just sticks out as as one of those uh, very interesting, uh, you know, times in in twenty twenty. So, all right, cool. Uh, and if also very good point here in our notes. Uh, I, I think who added that, Marissa? Thank you for that. If it was you, I'm not sure who did. It wasn't you. I don't know who it was. No. Okay. Well, whoever it was, thank you. Uh, it says watch the forever loyal doc. So this is a oh, perfect point. Oh, thanks, Drew. I did that. I did something right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so watch the Forever Loyal documentary, which uh, today is on episode five. It just aired today and go to YouTube. It's free. Uh, and it's a total of eight episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, shout out to Soccer Shorts, to uh, Big Pine Digital, uh, our good friend uh, over there. John Cross is doing fantastic work. So if you want to hear or see and find out how the locals uh, became what the locals are now, go and check that out. It's super awesome. So that was uh, like a lot of my favorite moments but us telling you about my favorite moments. So it's mm -hmm. nice. It's nice to watch. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. I will say the uh, the upcoming episodes are more fun as you get closer to where we're at now as well, just to kind of see the latter stuff versus the early stuff if you were a Patreon, um, just because they, they kind of clean up a little bit more differently. But it is interesting to see what gets left on the cutting room floor. I'm hoping for John, since this was such so much work, this is it can go one of two ways. You can either be ignited to do more, in this vein of going down this road, or you can go, Hey, I'm going to not touch that for a while. <laughs>
but uh, you know, I know he's talked about a season two or, or carrying this on uh, through the second season and he's always around with his cameras. So, um, you know, I just appreciate always this there. work. It's, it's so good to see these, these moments uh, through everybody's eyes and especially Tom Phillips's eyes. Uh, oh, that's the best the, part. Warning, is... as I said in our group chat today, there's a warning that says tobacco use, uh, adult or uh, 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 alcohol consumption. It says, and then foul language. Uh, yeah. It's, it's all him. In case you do watch it with children. <laughs> yeah, I so don't know if I'm any of those three. I don't think I am. Go ahead and go and check that out. Uh, definitely. Now let's get into this yeah. season. Now 2021. I want to know, and to bring it back around to Jordan and Caesar, two seasoned professionals that have covered teams before and not having the access, maybe Jordan a little bit more than the rest of us, but to be fair, I think all of us expected more from uh, from the club in, in, in terms of access. Now, I'm sure that there's reasons for why we weren't given the access to watch these games. Nothing was streamed. You know, we just kind of kept to whatever they posted on Twitter, basically, and on Instagram, social media. Uh, post is what kind of kept us in the loop of these matches but we couldn't watch any of this preseason and we played and i was doing the math today i think we did about like 12 preseason matches maybe even more that we don't know about because they kept us in the dark so how do you guys feel jordan and caesar about this and is it okay can we vent about it should we be more understanding what do you guys think Cesar, um, take it away. Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's, it's frustrating from a, a fan's perspective. I imagine a lot of you are feeling a little bothered by that. But if you want me to be perfectly honest, if I was in management shoes, I would potentially consider doing the same. I think you need to think of marginal gains in a sport like soccer. And I think part of that process for people to see your preparation and also i think i think there's something to be said about the logistics of it all i mean i don't know what's happening behind the scenes i'm not gonna pretend as if i know but i'm sure it's a little difficult to have a proper camera and a camera crew and whatnot that said um i do think that there could have been some sort of middle ground i think that maybe him would be maybe one game strands i know I've been listening to all your pods. I don't think any of you were really anticipating something really professional. I don't think you guys were expecting like people to be doing like play-by-play commentary. I think you guys just wanted to see one game. So I think some sort of happy medium would have been one game uh, for fans. But at the same time, if I'm management or if I'm the one making the decisions, maybe I'd also would it be too bothered with with putting some of these games uh, behind closed doors and you know with with fans not being able to see them. I feel like it was a pretty unique circumstance. Um, I think if in a normal situation, we would all be going to the stadium and watching these preseason yeah, well. games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that fans aren't even allowed inside the stadium, not because the club doesn't want it, because of everything we're dealing with. Um, so like, I, I kind of get it. It creates um, opportunities for other clubs in the league to be very private, uh, very secret. I'm trying to prepare for a lot of different teams on the loyal schedule, it is very difficult to find any information on a lot of these teams. Um, USL isn't exactly a league that gets covered a lot. Um, so when I go in and I'm trying to dive deep on some of the, you, you're like, okay, they played all these games. I don't even have a roster. Good point. And so I think we get, I think we get a lot here in San Diego. And I think in a normal circumstance, 
um, we would be there. We would all be going to these games and we would see everything. And I think that's exactly what it's going to be um, next preseason. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't get too caught up in that. Have I seen too much this preseason? I haven't. I wish I had seen the team a little bit more. The most I saw them uh, was over the weekend in that final game against USD. Um, since there were no broadcasts, I was doing broadcasts elsewhere. Um, and they seem to always line up um, with the, the game time for San Diego Loyal. So I didn't get to see anything, really. And the only preseason match that I did see was the one against USD. I saw Ben Spencer rocket home a goal in the top left corner. Tell um, me more. That one, that one finished five mil. I, they stopped keeping score on the scoreboard at one point. Like once it got to four, it never even made it to five, even though a fifth goal had gone in. Um, so, I mean, it, it's also like they're, they're tune-ups, they're warm-ups. Like we're not missing too much either. So I'm, ex I'm really excited for Phoenix. I think it's really built up everything for Phoenix too. So yeah, um, you know, I look forward to everyone being in the house next preseason. Yeah, I think those are some, those are some excellent points and then um i did know that like because i i had to uh chat with landon uh recently we had actually it was just through email so it wasn't like i had a, like actual phone conversation with him but uh, i had to do some stuff for an article about ruby ravine which will hopefully be out at some point later on this week but i was like all right i gotta ask at least like one question about the preseason since fans are eager to know what's happening during the preseason so i asked him like what were the takeaways from the team in the preseason. I think he gave a little bit of a diplomatic answer here, but it's a promising one. But he said, uh, we did a lot of things well last season, also made a lot of mistakes. I believe that we have learned from those mistakes and, ha and have our team much better prepared for our first game this season. Our team chemistry is really good and the guys are excited for the start of the season. So very diplomatic answer, but I think it's a promising answer, especially coming from someone who learned plenty from his first season as manager. So, uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt, take that for whatever it may mean. But I thought that was interesting to hear him say that about uh, about the preseason so far. You know, I think I've said it before. At some point during like the Seattle game, there was a stream on YouTube that one of their podcasts was streaming. And it was like super high up at CenturyLink, right? And you could barely even see like little ants moving back and forth. But here it we were like, old, like watching it. Old Who's, video game. Is that, yeah. who is that? Is great. that, is that Trilist number 13? Who is that? Like we didn't know <laughs> yeah, who it was. Who was on the field and like who kind of plays what position? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, with that being said, I think you guys nailed it. And at the end of the day, and actually, we have a comment here. I'm bringing a win on Friday, and no one will care about not being able to, able to watch preseason games. That's yeah. absolutely correct. That's excellent totally. point. That's yeah. Point. Is there anybody here that would like to add anything to that? Because I think we can get past that. Alan, go for it. Counterpoint. Oh, okay. I think the the biggest disappointment was the 1904 match. Yeah. Like it being the first time they played each other and no one got yeah. to see it. I think that was the one that kind of hurt and tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. And a win on Friday, like would yes, disappear most of the preseason. But I think that one was the one that I'm like, Oh, that's kind of a missed opportunity to really celebrate that matchup. And I get in the grand scheme of things, like you can't really control schedule. It probably should have been a different opponent, but because of COVID you have to schedule local and I get all that. That was just the one that was just like, ah, like, I just wish that was a cel a little bit bigger of a celebration, sure. even if it is in preseason. And yeah. that one would have felt Alan's special. Excellent. To your yeah. point, too, I would say you want one of those youth matches, too, right? You're not giving away a bunch if you're just showing the youth match versus the starters. And they clearly chose they clearly chose in those games, um, you know, some of them, not all of them, but at least the 1904 matches at Talon's point. 
to have one that was more, you know, youth or trialists from both teams. And 1904 admitted that as well. Why not show that and just say, hey, this is just an open celebration. We don't care who's really wearing the shirts. It's more about the fact these teams are playing each other. And it's great for these people. And especially the fact that it is a lot of youth or exposed talent that wouldn't otherwise be there under a San Diego name, right? Like that's what you want to see. That's what we're all watching anyway. We're not watching second division American soccer for the glory, right? The glory of, you know, making our hometown great and through the sport, but not the glory of everyone knowing what's going on or everyone knowing how cool this is, right? Uh, without having to explain, you know, what loyal is and what we're doing here. So yeah. I, I think part of that is, is you know, Alan's totally right. It, it's it's just one or two of these would have been really nice. And New Mexico is the other one that would have been nice because you're already playing an in-conference, uh, you know, opponent, at least in this case. So somebody you're going to play on the schedule. Why can't you show us that? That's yeah, kind of my then, thing as well. Uh, Jerry, I know you're trying to move on, so just real quick. But my point is give us something. You know what I mean? Like – Last year was such a bad representation of what it should have been. And so I, I, I get Jordan, you make really good points about, you know, USL isn't really covered. So you're, tr you're trying to get information in other clubs. So are those clubs trying to get information. So if you keep, if everybody keeps everything secret, then it's, you know, and if loyal is the only one showing their games, then they're at a competitive disadvantage. So I totally get that. But at the same time, like supporters are dying for to watch this, this club. Like, you know, it, I get it, but like, I'm sitting here on Twitter on a Saturday afternoon, like waiting for updates. And I'm like, come on, just show me the game. Like, just show me what's going on because I just want to see this club play. I just want to see what's going on. I just, you know, I want to get hyped for the season coming up. Um, and I agree it's kind of building towards that, but it would have been so nice to have been able to like watch the club in some capacity leading into, into Friday. So it's kind of a balance, but I, I kind of wish they gave us something. Yeah. Agreed. It's it's tough because you do look at other clubs and say, well, they're not releasing any information. Maybe we shouldn't be so tough on them. But uh, we, we should because this is our club. We don't care about anybody else. At the end of the day, we don't, as supporters, maybe care as much as somebody that needs to be covering the, the squad. So on that end, also, it's it's tough. So everybody's going to have a different view. Um, Anybody want to add anything to that? Or can we move on? Good? Cool. Uh. Home and away games. Let's talk about this. So the schedule was released. I do have, I think I have the schedules on here. I think I do. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. So we can talk about some of these games coming into, uh, you know, into the season. What are kind of some of the matches that you guys are looking forward to? And maybe I'll go back and forth on some of these as we talk about them. But uh, I'm on a seizure there. What? <laughs> Keep putting the schedule and taking it away. Oh, I'm sorry. Give a seizure. No, it's, eyes it's, are, it's can't handle it. It's three different. Sorry. It's three different pages. Sorry, guys. So okay, so let's talk about this. <laughs> I want to go first, and I'm gonna say that I'm really looking forward to the first time that we play Phoenix at home, and if I'm not mistaken, it's the nineteenth. Six one nine. Six one nine day. Six one nine. Mm -hmm. So that one is going to be fantastic. I know the locals are going to bring in that game, so I'm really looking forward to that one for no other reason than it's just it's 619 day, sure. No, I think it's a rivalry. I think now it's just it is. It's absolutely we can call it a rivalry, and it feels that way, especially after the way that last season ended and everything that happened there. So I'm going to say that's my favorite. Uh, two balls. Actually, well, you guys. You guys have a, a game that you're looking forward to? 
I am. Uh, and I think it's going to be for like really weird reasons, just because we're hearing that maybe Tacoma isn't the best. I just want a punching bag for once. Like, I just want an easy, easy <laughs> game for all of the goals and just get, you know, everybody gets a hat trick. Like, get Trey Muse up there. Let's let's get some action. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's get the mode running. Let's get the uh, offense, you know, firing on all cylinders. And, and I just want to have a game. Where you know we really see the firepower that was lacking, especially in that first half of last season. Um, I hope I hope to see you know a much better, improved attack. And uh, if it happens to be Tacoma that we uh, just go and completely just eviscerate, I am very okay with that. Like I would need one of those <laughs> games for San Diego Loyal. I don't need everything to be a cardiac game. Okay, uh, so every every just every time they play Tacoma is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, sure. If if it, I mean, I would love for it to be Phoenix. Like, wouldn't that be great? If instead of uh, just using uh, Tacoma as a punching bag, it ends up being Phoenix, and we just destroy oh Phoenix. Oh my gosh! We see you. Uh, but that Tacoma game seems like a good little palate just cleanser for a very tough <laughs> opening, and a you know, uh, Toros is, is is pretty interesting in there too. Um, but again, I mean, I I hope we see just everything at uh, Tacoma where. There's just no doubt that this is a very, very, very impressive team. Again, because we were talking about um, how uh, what was it? what team was it? You know, the they can Orange... only see me right now, right? Probably uh, <laughs> only team uh, that was uh, that we played last time, and everybody's talking about. I hope that we score. We have to score at least five games against uh, Fullerton. Uh, five goals against Fullerton, and you know that didn't happen. But you know you can't really compare that. But again. I just want loyal to score. I just want loyal to just destroy somebody. <laughs> More goals, please. More goals. Is the tiebreaker goal difference? Uh, I'm I'm completely unaware because I'm still a noob uh, to it's USL. Wins. It's wins. Okay, interesting. Because I was say that maybe that goal difference could potentially make a difference there, but I didn't realize it was wins for uh for for the tiebreaker. Okay. Chiba, do you have, do you have a? Game? Yeah, for me, I'm excited to see them play Oakland Roots. Used to see them play a brand new team coming into the USL. And yeah. I also want to see them play Sacramento just because uh, we had some beef with some Sacramento fans uh, in the past. So I kind of want to see them beat that team for sure. That's fair. Ellen. Uh, anytime uh, Loyal go up against probably one of the most successful franchises in USL history. Um, and no, I'm not talking about Phoenix. I'm talking about Louisville. Uh, it won't be the Hackworth Cup anymore or the Hackworth Derby anymore, unfortunately. Um not because anything happened on our side, their coach stepped down. Um, but I think getting a chance to play in that new facility uh, against, our, like I said, arguably one of the best, most successful clubs in the USL, um, I would have to say that away game against Louisville is going to be real fun and a real good benchmark for a, a young team that has a chance to lay down some uh, some history and go to, east, go to the East, which usually doesn't happen in the USL and uh, lay down a marker and say, hey, we're here to play, and we we can take on the best. Yeah. Awesome. Marissa? Um, I echo Alan with the Louisville, just because I like saying that. Louisville. I think you'll... <laughs> Louisville. Um, no. Um, May 29th, because it's my birthday weekend, so I'm going to be having a good time. And it's the first time back uh, for everyone, so... I don't know um, if you guys know me at all personally, but I'm like very present moment, first thing. I can't look too far in the future. So uh, May 29th definitely is my game for home 
because we'll be home, but I will be at the game on Friday. So that too. So this Friday and then the Saturday, last Saturday of the month in May are my, my games. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Jordan. Great. Okay. Um, the two Phoenix games early on this one, of course, this one this week in Phoenix and then, uh, the return one on June 19th. I, I wonder how many fans will be able to go into the stadium by the time we get to that date. I'm very curious about that. Right after um, the 15th so, announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that could be especially exciting. Um, I think Oakland roots brought up. I think that's a really good one. Um, I've already begun begging the club to send us to the away matches in the Bay area because I know stone has a location in Napa. Ooh. So I would love just to go to Napa and then use those. This is very selfish, right? This is supposed to be yes. selfish. <laughs> for, uh, for work purposes. For work purposes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, it's working here. Um, so, yeah, Stone, Napa sounds really, really fun. The Phoenix matches, of course. And Marissa, great point. The birthday celebrations at Torero Stadium can be a lot of fun. Uh, mine is on August 21st, which is the day we host Orange County. Ooh. So I am expecting Darren Smith to throw me an amazing birthday party. <laughs> And if he doesn't, okay. I'll be looking for a new co-host. Locals <laughs> will be throwing you a party, Jordan. Don't you doubt it. I'm oh, gonna, wait, Nate Nate you're going to throw him a party? All right. I, I'm yeah, Nate is not a co-host. No, it is. So, oh, yeah. I'm going to show like 20 times this year. <laughs> I'm going to pin yeah, this at about 33 minutes when you say that and just send it to him. Be like, hey, just listen from this point. You don't even have to listen to anything else. <laughs> just, I got your back, buddy. <laughs> just in case. I have a feeling he's watching anyway. Yeah, I hope so. That's, That's awesome. Uh, we're going to welcome in Chris before we get it going. He's just finally. Look, look at hey, what's up. going on? What's happening, yep. dude? Welcome. Oh. welcome. Hey, what's up? What's up? Um, so we're talking about uh, games that we're looking forward to. Home match or away match, whatever you, you choose. Caesar, uh, I believe it was your turn, sir. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, I think everybody's had some great answers. But now, I mean, to be a, a little selfish as well, I, I, I'm trying to. I was telling the fiance about this. I'm mean, like, all right, maybe we could take like a mini vacation somewhere that happens to be around some of these away games. Like Oakland, super cool. Would love to go to like Oakland. Got a bunch of friends in the Bay Area. Lived up in Northern California for a while. Uh, Sacramento, got like some friends over there too. Vegas, self-explanatory. I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe uh, get a yes. couple trips out there. A match and a wedding in one weekend? What? <laughs> Wait, whoa. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> You said Vegas, so yes. you know. Well, they play awesome. they play Vegas a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Nobody, you got nervous. Uh, yeah. Tory Green Tux. Tory Green Tux. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Drew. No, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. The I said from the beginning, the away trips are something that I was looking forward to the most out of all this. I mean, the home matches are something special. Um, and that May 29th is obviously going to be. I don't want going back to Torero. But I think I'm going to go a little bit out of left field and say that um, June 9th game at Orange County, um, if you guys don't, uh, if you guys forget, uh, before everything shut down, we started organizing a bus trip to the Orange County game uh, last year. And then obviously COVID slapped us all in the face and we had to cancel that. So that could be our first kind of bus trip up, up the five. Um, you know, obviously it's pending if Orange County is going to kind of allow group fans, that kind of stuff. So we really have to take things cautious. We really pushed for that in Phoenix and we got totally denied. So um, 
yeah, that's that's kind of the one I'm looking forward to the most. It's kind of been bookmarked on my calendar for a little while, just because that would be so much fun. A bus full of locals uh, heading up heading up the freeway to go take over Orange County for an afternoon would be just incredible. Yeah, it would be so fun because we'll outnumber their supporters group just by showing up. Yeah, so. that's what I was gonna say. You no, no hate, no hate, but it's just facts. Hundred percent, hundred percent capacity, and they can still hate. socially it's distance. It's just shade. I'm just a big tree. I stand tall. <laughs> I cast a big shadow. It's a great oh stadium God. as well. I love that stadium. Shade. It is a great little stadium. Yeah, it's um, fantastic. Like, and by little, I mean like it's it's just it feels intimate. You're like right on top of the action. It's a great place. Every time I go by it on the train, I'm always thinking about. Be great if we had a club that played against them here, uh, and now we do. So as Steve said, it'll be really fun to to go and be able to watch that in person. I'm excited for that one. Personally, I'm also excited for that July 3rd match. I think it's going to be when people are just kind of back in, you know, a normal-ish mode. You know, pre- probably still with masks. I think uh, in the stadium, possibly just because of you know uh, restrictions, yep. but mostly thing. more mixing. You know, maybe a, a larger attendance. At that point, with that Warren Darby, um, you know, seems exciting. It would be two good teams probably going up to uh, against it. Just kind of a time that, you know, we're a few home games in. We're all, all kind of settled back. And we're looking at each other like, wow, look at us. You know, who thought, who thought we'd be here? <laughs> you know? the, the Paul Rudd moment. That's kind of what I'm looking for is, <laughs> is that in the schedule. So for me, that's the home game I'm definitely looking forward to away. And that, that uh, I'd also say my runner-up's New Mexico at home. Um, just because it'll be fun to have that club here, but that's a little later in the year. So I think everybody's looking forward to stuff a little earlier uh, just to be able to experience it, I think, for sure. But that's that. And then away, uh, Oakland. I think I'm with you, Cesar, uh, on that. Oakland for me is what I think. When I think kiss my fiance ass. I'm looking at the one on June 29th. Yeah. (laughs) Good man. Good man. We'll figure out. No, I got friends who live, you know, all over the, the Bay Area, too. So it's like... One of those things, it's, it's really fun to go up there. Anytime I go up there, I visit you know, four or five different people. So uh, it'll be fun to be able to do that and and bring all my other friends with me. So exciting. Nice. Good. All right. Uh, I, you guys hit all of the ones that uh, I would say. So that, that we're going to go ahead and move on uh, because I'm really excited to talk about this one because we don't know very much about these players other than what has been released on, on Twitter and what we are expecting of them. But if a player is named... You can no longer pick that player. All right, let's keep it interesting. So Damn. I get to start it since I'm <laughs> leading the podcast. Uh, player to look out for, the player that I'm looking out for, I'm going to go with Nicky Jackson. Uh, I think that's an easy, easy one here. Uh, he's just scoring goals. He's flexing on on his pictures. He's just he, The guy looks solid. Um, and from this preseason, I continue to hear his name. Uh, he's... Uh, you know, just it feels like Nicky Jackson is the one player that is going to be a standout. And, and I'm hoping that that's the case. Uh, and let's keep it going to, I guess, is my left to your right, possibly, Steve? Um, I'm going to go with not a new player. And I'm going to go with my player of the of the year from last year, uh, Mr. Colin Martin. Um, he was he, he started as kind of a winger and attacking midfielder. He played as an eight. He played as a six. Um, he kind of played as an outside. You know, he, he was just kind of a utility guy last year, and um, I think you know bringing him back was an incredible move uh, as, this, as a as a you know, just a core member of this, this team. Um, so I look to him for continued improvement and being um, an everyday player in the squad. Yeah, Drew. 
player to watch out for. <clears throat> so player, player, you got to watch. Um, to me, to me, to me, to me. Okay, it's a bit from Jordan's <laughs> podcast. Actually, <laughs> to me. I don't have to deal with him anymore. But so that's funny to me. But to me, to me, uh, Mushabani <laughs> is the player that I watch out for. So that's that's really what I'm talking about here. Is he's he's the guy that I think could be uh, go from you know he was a catalyst the year that he was uh, before he came to us out there in Michigan. He, it seemed like he really leveled up. He came here had a season where he learned what the championships about. You know, you're coming up a level, uh, just more talent and in a rough, weird season, moving halfway across the country or not halfway, you know, across the country. It, it's it's not something to be you know, unforethought in terms of what happened, the, the pandemic season, all that kind of stuff in terms of acclimating here for any one of these players. And he's got a year under his belt. He obviously seems much more settled in the preseason. We've, we've heard his number called a lot uh, in terms of being part of that. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. So I'm, I'm watching out for to me uh, personally. He's, he's the player I'm excited to see where he goes and what he does, um, you know, in, in terms of being freed up of not having to, to burden himself with that number 10. He did a little bit near the end of the season. Uh, being able to get more towards goal and create some of those moments uh, off the ball, which I think are pretty exciting. So he's the player I'm looking for. I'm going to change it up here. Let's go with uh, Chris. Yo, I'm going to have to say, uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take a wild card here and say the academy players, right? I'll say <laughs> that the academy players that do get the first team minutes, obviously that's what I'm looking out for because, um, you know, I'm personally really thinking about the development of the club, right? And uh, and I think that you're going to see at least one of those players really turn up in the season and, and, and really contribute in a big way. So I think that that's, that's huge. You know, now if none of them get any minutes, then my second pick would have been Jack Blake. I'll go ahead and throw that name out there too. So I said Alan one, Chris. Grant. I said yeah, one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I mean, He's you know, settlers of Catan over here, just placing the stuff on the board. That's right. That's you right. You are going to drive yeah. me nuts. But okay, go ahead. That's right. Well, Jack Blake, though, I mean, you know, coming to the club, obviously, I think that was a huge pickup. Everyone was looking to see where he was going to land, like, you know, uh, in the offseason. Coming to San Diego is huge. I mean, obviously, he loves the area, you know, major style points for the guy. The guy's modeling the merch for the club, right? You can't go wrong there. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's going to be a great leader on the pitch, and he's going to add so much. Personally, looking forward to seeing him against uh, Kalen Ryden again, like officially though. Yeah, uh, we have actually Sean Kelly who does uh, stats for the club. He's in the comments right now, and uh, just going to throw some in here because these are very interesting. So on my Nikki Jackson, he says he scored twice for Colorado Rapids in preseason in 2020, and then never played at all. Um, and that was, I believe, due to an injury. And probably Sean will correct me if I am wrong. And then he also said Tumi Moshabani looked like a totally different player on the left side in that an old game versus Phoenix. Yeah. Totally. Very true. That's one fan. Uh, he said Moshabani had 14 shots on goal last season and 12 of them were on target. Yet he only scored once. I think that is one that it wasn't just Moshabani. It was a lot of our players, right? We could not get mm -hmm. the ball in the back of the net. We couldn't figure it All out. Right. Yeah. And then uh, the try. Burn it. Um, so... There, there you have it. Uh, let's see here. Cool. Let's go with Marissa next. Oh, hi. Um, I'm going to say Guido because uh, I got to the privilege to watch him uh, when he played for the Cholos down um, in uh, TJ, you know, 
Taco si football. Yay. Um, but, you know, they really hyped him up, and he's their number 10. So uh, I want to see how he uh, steps into that role uh, for this team. Um, obviously, he made a big, big impact at the end of last season. And, um, you know, he's a San Diego native. So that's my player to watch out for. Nice. I like it. Jordan. Um, so one of the players that's really up and coming um, and someone I did get a chance to see in that one game that I saw in the preseason, someone who might make an impact, Landon Donovan this year might be scoring. No, no. Um, <laughs> <Brandon> <laughs> what? Just no flashbacks. Flashbacks. Oh. No <laughs> last time he put cleats yet. on even. Yeah. No one has said Herzog yet, so I'll go ahead and take this opportunity to say Corey Herzog. I have a feeling yeah. we're going to be chatting with him a lot on the post-game show and drinking lots of beers with him. So nice. um, I, I get the sense. What I what I have heard is there seems to be a very close relationship between Herzog and Guido. Um, and I don't know if they have something up their sleeves this weekend or not, but they they seem to be very close. And I don't think they like Phoenix very much. So I'm excited to see what they uh, what they can do this weekend. I'm really enjoying this. Sean, please keep this going. Guido has never completed a full 90 minutes in a loyal shirt. The longest he went was 75 minutes in the last meeting with Galaxy 2. So there you wow. go. Such a little more additional stuff. Here, two balls. No more no more uh, erasing Ooh, your yeah. boards. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to go for it? I mean, yeah. Uh, so Ben Spencer, Jerry, uh, you know, who is obviously your favorite player, um, <laughs> After a fantastic set of performances last year, uh, it's going to probably come into this year, hopefully doing even better than that. But honestly, uh, from what we've been hearing from uh, camp and and uh, obviously from you know people being at, being at the stadium and seeing how he's actually been playing, we've heard nothing but great things. And so we hope and I hope that that's nothing but true because we were disappointed. Honestly, we were disappointed by the performance that we were promised that he was going to bring, uh, over to the season. Obviously other players, uh, supplemented that team and kind of made up for that. Uh, but again, Ben Spencer is looking great. Also on there in a kind of a banjo and kazooie type of thing. Hackworth is kind of in there because they're, they're inseparable. They're really inseparable. And if you guys can see their awesome handshake that they're going to have after they, you know, assist and score on each other, I, I can't wait for that. But definitely Ben Spencer is somebody who I think is going to have an impact if that's going to be as a starter, if that's going to be as a super sub. There is going to be some something special to this season with Ben Spencer, I hope. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> my player is Mr. Yellow Card himself, Grant Stoneman. Uh, just because I am eager to see how he leads the back line. Uh, I think he's going to be the main guy back there, uh, main guy communicating with the whole, with everyone. Especially if we have Trey on goal. He's a good young goalkeeper, so it's going to be important for Stoneman to communicate with him and, and let him know, like, hey, man, you know, I got your back, and just be a leader out there. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, he, uh, Sean, again, says, Corey Herzog had 41 shots in the 2020 season. That's nearly three times as many shots as any of the 2020 San Diego Loyal roster. Wow. Wow. Shout That's out Sean. A good one. My God. Like, yeah, are you paying so him for this episode? I think you guys are like, we like should 50 totally like bring him in. <laughs> so good. Uh, ben Spencer played more minutes than any San Diego Loyal striker without scoring a goal last season. He is my. Yeah, Sean's the man. This is why this is going to be a segment on the pregame show with Sean. I don't know if he's aware of this, but he has an entire segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan. So talking about the the celebration, 
And you mentioned Spencer scored a goal. Did did he do the celebration with Morgan? Yes. The celebration, I could not, like, I can't tell you exactly what it is. Can you guys tell me what it is? They have something. Yeah, so let me go. They did, they did something. Um, yeah. I also saw arrows being being shot off by other players. I think um, actual Tony arrows. What's that? Actual arrows. Like, they just pull out, like, a bow, and then they got yeah, these arrows. Yeah, it's crazy. Anything is possible in USL <laughs> Championship. <laughs> So it's a new strategy, and I think it's going to be effective. It's a smoke bomb. It's actually a smoke bomb. <laughs> it's a little uncomfortable while you're playing with it under your shin guards, but they eventually <laughs> will pull it out. Just score early. You got to score early. <laughs> uh, Tony, can you pull that up, actually? Uh, that's exactly what I'm working on right here. I'm yeah, go. you could see him moving his shit around. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I hear all the clicking. I love it. Yeah. All right. Nice pink shirt, by it? the way. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah. Pink is, I got you. It brings my, my, my eyes out. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be a puppy. Mm, might be a puppy. shirt coming out like that at some point. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, if I can do this. Mom's yeah. Day shirt. Mm. Also, no, no shout out for, for Jack Metcalf. Actually, he was yeah. my first pick. I thought, and I that's actually a player I'm most excited to see if he does. And if, like, mm-hmm. Loyal do end up transitioning into, like, exciting three five two in the attack i, I think he's gonna be a high pressing fullback and he's gonna be one of the most player important players on the pitch so i'm I, i'm actually that's actually the player i'm most excited to to see this season to the people coming back yes yeah, these are oh can you hear me yeah, yeah. am i back yeah no, no you're good you're good oh, okay um, let's let's see this real quick so we don't let this I was moment just talking pass to receive, so i stopped talking oh, go, okay. go ahead go ahead play it guys Oh, you want the handshake? Here we go. Yeah, go for it. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, Did they give them each other vaccines? But <laughs> Drew, your 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 age is showing, dude. That's a thing the kids are doing. What is that thing, anyways? I need to know. I, I, uh, I we don't know. The, I mean, the gun, the gun thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a thing like that. Like I don't know. What are you injecting in your veins? That's yeah, just, I don't want to go. Down I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I, we'll see, I, we'll see I, actually, I looked it up uh, because people are doing Uh-oh. this whole thing, right? Where they do this. Yeah. Obviously, I can't show you, but here I'll stand up and do it. But like they do this, that's like a, a thing, and it, it has a weird so, meaning. But uh, Alan, sorry, man, uh, Caesar. I was about to give it to Caesar anyways, Emlyn. You were gonna go last anyways. So your player. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, I, th- I thought I didn't realize. No. Oh, right, and there. there's still so many to choose. There is. Like, so you can you That's... can choose Trey Muse because he's stepping in for Kempen, but I think TV is gonna be the guy to look for. Um, TV I... party tonight. That's right. Yep. Uh, we've heard he's pretty amazing, um, and I think yeah, um, <laughs> losing Joe last year was kind of a huge loss, and but then Stoneman stepped up into that role and really nailed it. So I think just having another really quality defender back there is just going to make a, a really solid defense from last season even better. Um, and maybe between those two, it, it equals a kind of a Kempen. Um, we're, we're not going to get Jack, or we're not going to get Kempen again. Uh, but Trey Muse is going to. Is going to do. I think he's going to do a, a just a fine dandy job, uh, but TV is really going to bring that back line together, and uh, he's they're going to kill it, and it's going to be so fun to watch that the defensive side as well. Hopefully, some fireworks in the goal, but definitely a really solid back line, and I enjoy back line defending and goalkeeping very much. So I'm excited. 
Yeah, I mean, USL say best 11, right? He's best 11 yeah. a couple years ago, so there's no doubt that he's going to be an awesome player. Sean Allen, as a, says, fan, as, a, as a fan of these guys, this team, we can't never see bark that. alone. Um, would you say it was kind of like adding Vandervart to uh, an already pretty uh, attacking squad here with TV coming in? Seems like he's going to fill kind of that role, which is kind of exciting to have that space to uh, push forward. So that's what's kind of fun here, I think. I don't know. I'm with Alan. I think that's a stellar pick. Yeah, nice. Uh, in the 2020 season, Jack Metcalf made 262 passes to his left, but only 16 to his right. He does not venture away from the right side touchline. Um, oh, there. Oh, he said. Uh, incredible. I bring a motion to the floor that Jack Metcalf's nickname should be the Rook because he moves like in it. a straight lineup. Can and we down. say? Can we save all these comments from Sean? Because, yes. Like, we need so to know. good. I feel like uh, we're gonna have. It's on Twitter thread. We're gonna need yeah. to right? have him on for a trivia night. I think we need to all have oh. a trivia night. Oh man, uh, are you gonna wear a jacket, Jerry? We'll all wear jackets. Yeah, well, we're okay. like, yeah, yeah. We're tuxedos and everything. Okay. We'll get uh, tiny microphones. Okay. Lee played every minute of every game for Pittsburgh last season and led their team in total passes. He was P Pittsburgh's Grant Stoneman in 2020. There you go. Which is saying a lot. It's one of the more defensive, strong teams in the USL. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a big deal. And that's absolutely good point, Alan, that you made, which is there's still so many people we could be talking about, so many players. It's going to be awesome. Uh, this year is going to be so much fun to watch. And uh, let's let's keep this rolling because we're doing good. Uh, we're probably going to be running out of time here shortly too. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Oof, no no game predictions. I'm we don't do that in this podcast. Whoever wrote in the notes, no game predictions. Uh, let's see. That was me. I messed up. Yeah, you I did, did something right earlier. Yeah, I messed up. Yeah, you messed up. Uh, <laughs> I predicted the game well, will happen. I thought it would be fun with everybody on here just to see everybody throw out a, a yeah. random game prediction. Mine's 2-1. Mine's 2-1. Oh, no. Mine's 2-1 always. So. Well, a game will happen. It'll be around 90 minutes. It'll be in Phoenix. That's my prediction. Actually, it won't be in Phoenix. It'll be in Chandler. Sorry. Chandler. <laughs> to borrow a Jordanism, <laughs> Chandler, the Chandler Rising is who we're playing. Uh, <laughs> that sounds uh, more like a, a group I don't want to be <laughs> watching right. the television. That would. Uh... As oh, you watch well, that? I, on I was looking up hotels in Phoenix, TV. and then I realized I have to go to Chandler. So it's a little bit different. It's close. I get it. It's still in Phoenix, but it's like twenty Stay minutes. The Marriott. Out. Marriott. Yeah, yeah. We got. I mean, we got it squared away. It's just initially I was looking in the wrong area. I thought they were Phoenix Rising. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice and say I won't do a prediction because I don't do that. But okay. So two one, Marissa. Is that what you said? Yeah. Anybody else want to throw out there? Uh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that scoreline. Anybody else want to throw out a prediction? Oh, two one loyal. By the way. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. I was hoping oh, that was yeah. the case. That would have been tragic. <laughs> Has anyone ever picked against the team on this podcast? Uh, this is yeah. why you don't do predictions. I mean, I, I I probably have. But I have. <laughs> Caesar I have. has. I think Caesar has actually at some point. Mm -hmm. um, anybody want to throw a prediction out there? No? Not going to go there. Drew, you, I mean, you wrote already, it on the doc, so now well, you have I to go with the prediction. 3-1. 3-1 who? 3-1 us. 3-1 uh, us. Phoenix sucks. <laughs> I mean, Chandler, 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 Chandler. Cesar, Dude, Cesar uh, did Chandler's win. Chandler's halfway to Apache Junction. I've been to Apache Junction because I'll tell you a bit about it. I hate and, Phoenix. And uh, it's what it sounds like. I hate it. I hate Phoenix. No. Right. Cesar Chandler. did win the Liga Mackey's tournament pick'em challenge, so 
if anyone can predict score lines successfully and win a trophy doing Look, it. Look, he has a trophy. Yeah, yeah he's got an actual trophy for it. So I'm curious <laughs> to hear his prediction. I mean, is it fair to say I have no idea? Because <laughs> I don't know. Give me, <laughs> give me some time. The, on, the only prediction I have is that uh, I wish I could uh, actually go to this game and that I'm not fully vaccinated just yet because they have a really dope bookstore over there called Changing Hands. And actually, if it's still there, they got like it's a they have a bar in the back and also it's a bookstore. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Mm. Anywho, that is my prediction for uh, <laughs> Loyal versus Phoenix. Nice. Anybody else? Two boss? No, no predictions. It sounds like a place where like writers hang out, like a I don't know, like kind of oh, like the headquarters for superheroes, where they like meet, but it's like just for writers, where they're like, oh, books, and they hang out at this bar, and it's like they're all in jackets, and they're all like. Jackets. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna predict anything. I'm not gonna predict anything. Thank so you. I'm, I'm not gonna predict anything. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Tony? How about you? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, we're good. The, the ball's gonna be round and spherical, and uh, hopefully, yeah, it's yeah. Inside. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it nice. stays that way, right? These are some good predictions, guys. That's what she cool. said. Jordan, do you wanna do you wanna take a stab at it? Yeah, I'm not scared. I love predictions. Um three one, Corey Herzog <laughs> scores two. It starts 1-1. One, one. Herzog gets the next two. He slams a few beers with us on the post-match show. That's my prediction. Sweet. <laughs> cold style. Just... <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. But usually just, they're just glass. Maybe we'll go open. aluminum that way. True. <laughs> Chris. You want to take I'm going to go 2-0, actually. 2-0. Okay. Phoenix is having some some trouble scoring. We've seen we've seen that through preseason. You know, and talking to one of their insiders, he's a bit a bit concerned, so two nil. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. I like it. I think we're good then. So hey, I saw a question in the chat. Oh. Uh, five subs this season. It will be five subs again. Yeah. They're not going back to three. Okay. There yeah, we ain't the Premier League. Isn't there even a uh, concussion sub too? Or no? Correct. I believe so. Where if you take a concussion sub after you've done five, the other team gets an added sub. Yeah, I believe that is available. I thought we were playing soccer. It sounds like a completely <laughs> different sport. Five <laughs> Jeez. You can only bring in a, a second quarterback, though. And then you have to. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh no. What happens when you catch the golden snitch, though? Does that mean you automatically win? <laughs> <laughs> and all the old school people are happy because there's still no DH. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, let's uh, let's end this on a on a thought, on an idea of what we want out of the future of this club. What do you want to see? It can be anything that your heart desires. It doesn't necessarily have to be this season. Uh, it could be a future thing. It can be uh, a player that you want to see. It could be anything at all, anything at all. And and let's try to keep it different. So I'm gonna go first with Chris. We're gonna start in. With him, and then kind of bring our bring it uh, all the way back. Um, really, I'm just gonna say like, just just continuing to enrich that culture between select and first team. You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing is is really seeing that kind of develop out more. Um, I think obviously that's gonna have to go with what what the league plans to do, but you know, just kind of and seeing that in motion, it's it's the development of the academy team, you know, full on and the culture that surrounds it and 
and you know being able to see more loyal players come directly from the academy you know versus you know really trying to find things elsewhere that's good that's a really good one yeah i definitely agree with you on that one jordan you're next sir uh yeah so really excited for fans to be back in the house this year i think that's the biggest one for me um and for the club because it was just obviously such a big missing piece in year number one um not just like the 90 minutes on the field too but for what we do pre and post um not having that energy that atmosphere that we kind of envisioned during that show and hanging out with everyone and um i think having that um return and continuing and as we learn more what that's going to look like i think i'm really excited for that um clearly we're all excited for what the club brings on and off the field so just being stronger and tighter with the san diego community um digging deeper there and just pretty much continuing everything they wanted to do in year number one but there were so many different limitations now that you can now you're in a position to really take some big strides so that's what i'm looking forward to love it caesar yeah i think what jordan said there at the end is like an important point and i've definitely criticized in the past about um, not doing enough to reach out to the Latino community. I think they've done an incredible job now. I mean, you've seen what they're doing with uh, the broadcast we're doing Baja. Um, they've been doing some media information in Spanish. I, but I always think there's always more room for for outreach. Um, and I think that I, and it's not only just the Latino community, but I hope that they reach out to other uh, minority communities as well. And also to potentially find young members of those communities who could be part of the team and or the organization as a whole. And I think that they've been proving me wrong from the initial criticism that I had 2019, early 2020. But I, they, I hope they continue to build off that. All right. Love it. Two balls and a mic. Go for it. You want to go first? No, absolutely right. not. Uh, <laughs> I guess one of the main things I want to see is how Landon progresses as a manager with the team. Uh, I mean, his first year was just kind of sucks that it, it ended how it ended, and it was short. And I'm I'm really excited to see how he progresses as a manager with the full season and with the coming years. And I think uh, I think I want to really see San Diego be what the club says it can be—a mecca for soccer and uh, pretty much a a place where it's synonymous with the sport itself. And I think with uh, with everything that's um, what's happening already in the first year during a pandemic, the fact that those, again, this team and the sport itself has come together and um, just become one with the community. is just so special. I can't wait to see a stadium, a San Diego loyal stadium and just have everybody there. And, and again, this is very much in the long term, but I think the seeds have been planted and, you know, they're being watered correctly with the right amount of love. They're talking to the, talking to the plants and just taking care <laughs> of it so far. Okay, sense, guys. It really helps. Um, but I think uh, it's it's uh, something that started here. It's it's uh, it's natural. It seems it's very, um, como se dice, je ne sais quoi, bien. You know, it's not forced. It's not forced, guys. We don't usually do buena vases or anything during our pods. So, uh, but no, definitely uh, one of the things that I want to make sure that uh, stays in this city in this town is how much. Uh, this can be special and, and can be a hub for the sport across uh, the world, across the country, and everywhere, really. <laughs> yeah, love it. Ellen. Well said. Uh, a woman's team. Woo! Yo, yeah, yo, whoa, I think, 
that that's the other point is we we're hitting like all of the conversations around uh, like diversity and inclusion and all of those things are super important. And we need to remember that we want to reach out to like girls soccer and women's soccer is like so blowing up right now. And we can be a part of that change and that wave of the growth of the women's sport uh, and lead in a way that I think we're starting to lead on these other issues. Um, does that mean we need a, like a WSL team? sure like i'll take a professional that level but if it's not like let's get that going as well and being a forefront on that because there's just like there's little boys who want to grow up who wear a loyal crest uh there's the same thing with girls who want to grow up and wear a loyal crest so let's make that happen for them too totally excellent point excellent point yeah i think everybody agrees with you on that one marissa i love that yeah so i'm gonna take some points from uh what cesar and uh tony said um you know, we're, we're kind of like, we're hitting an Allen even too. He said, you know, we're hitting certain points, but I also think from what I'm wanting from us and, and, you know, I kind of put myself into that club as a fan, as a podcaster, whatever, you know, kind of being involved um, just to kind of challenge myself, but also all of you guys to like, reach out to someone who's not in the community currently and welcome them in because that's how they're going to start. That's how we're going to grow. They trust you already. They're going to like, Oh, okay. We're, we're hyping it up. Like we know the ins and outs we can name players to look out for. We know what's going on with when the kickoff is on, on Friday, but there's a lot of people that don't know, especially in San Diego. And it's not going to be the Mecca that we want it to be if we don't challenge ourselves to get a little bit outside of what we already know. So that's what I want. And <laughs> what I would hope to, you know, kind of like see outside of like our soccer community, because it's great to go there and see like 50 of our closest friends, you know, hopefully in at the end of May or in June, but uh, I want to see newer faces. And I think that we're striving for that. And that's was the goal that we all heard in all of the listening sessions and all of the, you know, the lead up to March 7th. And now this whole season has happened last year and now we're ready to like build upon that and we can potentially be there. So that's my goal. Love it. Yeah. Drew, unmute yourself and also wake up, sir. You look sleepy over there. All right. <laughs> 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 got something in my throat. I guess. Are you crying? Don't Tor cry. No, no. Tory, Tory Green jerseys. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. That's good. I had to get that out. Yeah. It was in my throat there. It was deep. <laughs> I had to come out of my chest. But yeah, we need <laughs> just the color, man. Like, why am I wearing orange? Fuck, like fucking county jersey here. Sorry, kids. It's almost nine. It's over nine. Melange. Why am I wearing this? Not that this is their fault that Orange County ended up with this, but like, give me a green one. Orange County doesn't have green. It's not the club's fault. Adidas, what's up? This is my, my second with you, but I am very much looking forward to a day where we have is a beautiful kit, but it is not Tory green. It is some Kelly green, I guess. But like, that's what I'm, I'm very looking forward to a day where that shade um, become something we can enumerate and we all feel very proud of blasting to Marissa's uh, 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 kind of point of something we want to wear and share and, and show 
uh, not only in our hometown, but around um, and, and really grow this community. It's really amazing to see the new faces that do show up and, and getting to know people like Nick Duffy, um, who, who weren't as uh, he, much here in the first season and see him here. So, so that's one of been my highlights in the off season here is getting yes. to know people like that, right. Is, is pretty exciting. So I'm, I'm definitely with her on that, but the jerseys, it, it's, it's simple. It's silly. It's a shirt, but in a lot of ways, it's also our color, right? They, they gave us this color and they teased us and said, Hey, we gave you a color. And we said, Oh my God, we love it. And so now I want to make that color, you know, part of us. So, so I love what everybody else said. And it's so silly that it's just a fabric, but in some ways to a lot of us, it means a lot. So I'm, I, I, in a very shallow way, but also in, in a weirdly, uh, also meaningful way, I'm looking forward to that alongside the idea of just seeing it grow. And, and to Marissa's point, seeing the new faces, seeing more people and, and just seeing the, the new, uh, locals and the new ideas. Uh, the new uh, Congress members that we had, we uh, bring into leadership in the next you know six months to a year who have been here with us for the last year, but we haven't been able to recognize or say, hey, you should be able to have a voting seat or, or be able to be at this table and, and have a right to to you know interface with other members on on the behalf of the whole group. So that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to, at least from a supporters group standpoint too. So both of those things from a shallow and then a more kind of uh, seeded standpoint to the Tony analogy of letting those seeds grow. Nice. Watering. <laughs> Steve. Water those plants. Water those plants. Talk to them. Sing to them. Why not? Right? <laughs> I do. Steve. I mean, Drew kind of said it, but I'll say it again in maybe a different way. Like to finally get the opportunity to do what we started, right? Like, we started something a long time ago now uh, that was really cut short and really was taken away from us, right? I mean, we didn't, if you go way back to the foundation of the locals, like the name and everything, the video that, uh, you know, me and Jerry put together for the, the naming of, 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 of the supporters group, you know, one of the things that really stood out to, to me when, when he and I kind of wrote the script was, you know, show up week in, week out and build a family. Like, and we really didn't get that chance. So while I'm excited for the future of the club on the field and I'm excited for a Tory Green kit and I'm excited for, you know, yes, New Faces is a huge part of it. I'm excited to like build what we've always wanted to build here. Um, and I want that opportunity, right? That opportunity was completely taken away from us. So it's like those moments that you, it, it, I can't say like I'm. I look forward to beating Phoenix this week. Like I more look forward to watching the game with my friends. You know, now that we kind of can. You know, where there's a lot of us that have been vaccinated. Shouts to Tom Phillips. Um, there's a lot of us that you know we're going to do so safely as safely as we can. Um, but it's like those moments that I look forward to even more than the sport, more than love. And I like. I just want that chance. I want this season especially after the summer when things are hopefully a little more normal, normal, you know, it's obviously going to be outside. Um, I want the chance to build what we, what we always wanted to build and to have a season where we're in the stands and we're singing for our club and uh, we're losing our voices and, you know, we're having beers and it's these moments that you can't get over zoom. You can't get, I mean, I love these podcasts, but you don't, you can't build a family like this. You have to build it in person and, and celebrations and, and you know jerry you, you have such experience with 3252 and something you mentioned from the very beginning was shoulder by shoulder person by person block by block and man i couldn't agree more we just 
we, we, we haven't had that chance. So like, give us that chance. And like, we're finally kind of there. And yeah, we still need to be careful to have that opportunity, but um, I, I just, I want to get there, you know, and it's, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward wow. to getting. While beating Phoenix. Yes. Damn straight. Yes. Of course. <laughs> Amen. I hate Phoenix. All right. So I'm going to go with something very similar, actually, to what Steve said, just to kind of close it off. And uh, shout out to our, our buddy over Lance at the Loyalist podcast who couldn't make it today. But he is planning on doing some some uh, podcasts this year, it sounds cool. like. Uh, also, what I'm, what I'm looking forward to is, is growing this community more and more and more. Just as Steve said and just as the rest of you guys have said, I think at some point all of these things build community. Even the Tory Green kit builds community right because you get to talk about these things like you see somebody wearing this kit around town and you get hey hey do you follow loyal and so all of these things that every about my shoes so you know it's like that are great it starts a conversation and it literally literally i'm like oh i bought them because my soccer club and that starts a whole conversations with the checkout lady at vaughn's you know like that's that's what happens it's great sorry jerry go ahead (laughs) (laughs) no i'll let you finish no bonds. Get, uh, you know, two for a certain. You're doing checkout. Four. You don't do pickup. What the hell? What the hell, bro? Well, I do. I do. I do the like self checkout, and then the person who's standing there, like making sure the self checkout works, was like, "Hey, your shoes are really cool." And I was like, "Oh yeah, I found them for whatever." And I was really excited oh. at the at the yeah. uh, at the mall. Okay, so anyways, so to bring it back, I'm really just excited to be able to continue to build this and, and excited to continue to do more of these podcasts with you guys. Um, there was a podcast that started following some of us, you might have noticed, it's at Finest Loyal on Twitter. I don't know who that person is, but welcome. And I hope that we continue to see some more of this because we need the different perspectives, the different uh, ways of looking at this game, of looking at this team, and this is how everything is going to grow. And so I want to end this by saying thank you to all of you for being on with us and everybody that's actually watching us and that listens to us on the daily sometimes we're always you know we're in your ear in one way or another we appreciate you letting us in because that is time that you know we believe me i think i speak for everybody on this screen right now we don't take that time for granted uh so we appreciate you all uh let's go ahead and start uh giving our I see professionalism from so we're gonna start with them fairweather podcast your ads are actually there on the screen. So <laughs> at Chris Walker, at That's hashtag Marissa, as Underwood48. Marissa, you want to tell everybody where they can find not just you guys, but also the Fairweather podcast? Yeah, you can find me at hashtag Marissa or at fair underscore pod. And Chris, where can we find you? Boom, at by Chris Walker on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Nice. And finally, Alan, where can we find you? Underwood forty eight on the Twitter machines. Uh, there's also a website, but we'll put that out when we start publishing stuff. Yeah, we also have a YouTube, but you know, all yeah, the things. Yeah, go follow go follow them, Fairweather Podcast. If you're not familiar with them, you should be. I don't yes. know what we you're like, doing. We talk. We talk to plants. Okay, thanks. Okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> with well with that segue two balls and a mic where can they find you guys and uh how can they get a hold of you guys uh my personal one is achieva 97 and 
My personal one's underscore Tony Sanchez. That, that's pretty much it. And you can find us at two balls and a mic, number two balls and a mic on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, TikTok, YouTube. Only fans, probably at some point. No, let's go. Let's go. I get that promo code. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> two balls. I mean, it writes a time check. <laughs> <laughs> Drop them. Oh, that was amazing. I love that. That was pretty good. Drew, did you say we'll get there? No, we won't, sir. We will not get <laughs> we'll, there. We'll get there. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Caesar, plug everything that you do, sir. Here we go. Uh, I mean, if you want to basically find everything I do, just go to at Football on Twitter. Um, we can see me tweeting about loyal also uh i guess liga mekis uh mexican soccer mls just i am a little too infatuated with the sports becoming a problem <laughs> not a problem don't get blinded yeah, by the you know. don't get blinded by the blue check mark uh i was at no. first but you get over it real quick <laughs> are you still playing for the cleveland indians cesar hernandez no but people actually tag me people actually people think of me oh, think that i'm the actual baseball player they'll be like yo dude yeah, like he plays football hit. too we don't know no, people like will, will sometimes respond to me and i'll actually like pretend that i'm him like yeah i know you know anything you know well done yeah <laughs> jordan caruth where can everybody find you um, we recently made a website for the podcast, so I'll promote that unnamedsoccerpod.com. Check nice. that out. Nice. Let us know if you nice. hate it. Nice. Let let See? them know if you hate it. I'm sure we don't. But I let uh, you know that awesome. I love it. Yeah. My experience so far is that it's a website. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Just to state what people's predictions were. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up. You can find Drew Steck at Drew Stork on Twitter. Uh, what else, Drew? Where else? Um, at thelocalssg.com, where we make great stuff. Uh, we're we're gonna be working on some bum TV stuff, as you said. I think part of what we talked about is, and Steve said, is it's hard to do this over screens. You don't you don't like watching us in our boxes. We're like aquarium people here. It's fun for shows like this, which is great. But the content that Jerry and I have talked about, what do you guys want to see? People out in the community looking at different businesses, different places around town that you love. That's the kind of stuff that uh, uh, we want to do together. So we're going to look forward to doing that with you, with our members, with our uh, listeners, with the people who are actually out there. And and so that's something we look forward to doing in the next few months uh, and consistently is, is turning out stuff that, that you like to see. So I'm that's where you can find us all right here. Content. The, uh, the Content. Steve. At Scuba Steve 4 uh, on Twitter. That's essentially where you find me. Um, I do have an Instagram. I think it's at Steve Brockoff, but I don't remember, honestly. Um, and yeah, the local handles. Nice. Yeah, you can follow me at Chido Jerry, C-H-I-D-O Jerry, and the locals is G on all, all platforms. We do not, we're not on OnlyFans and we will not be on OnlyFans. But uh, there you go. Um, also, yeah, Jerry had a fake OnlyFans, so watch out for that. If he reaches <laughs> into the DMs, Only Juan's. It's not actually Jerry. I did also want to say before we go today, uh, this Thursday, the team is leaving to Arizona. And I have gotten word that they will be in Terminal 1 Southwest, leaving right around 930-ish. If you guys want to help us say goodbye and wish them goodbye, that's where they're going to be. PM? Uh, AM. 
a.m. Unfortunately, mm, yeah. Thursday. on Thursday, yeah. Thursday morning. That's, so, good. That's good for me. Morning. Um, if you are uh, a member of the locals and you are on, on our discord, more information will be coming to you very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, th again, thank you guys so much for joining us. I think we might hang out just a little bit right after uh, the song. The, the outro song is over. But uh, for those of you that are listening on audio, we appreciate you very much. Please continue to support uh, all of the awesome content makers that are out there for San Diego Loyal and the league as well. There's, there's a lot of good stuff out there. This league is amazing. It's getting better and better. And from what I hear, they're, they're making big moves. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for all of that. And, uh, again, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you all later. Bye.